Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. up there he's probably in his bikini somewhere <laughs> it's the fast lane on 101 espn 404 your time check is brought to you by clarkson jewelers an officially licensed rolex jeweler it's in play matt holiday our guy talking about jamie rivers and matt the cardinals hall of famer joins us right now what's up matt hey guys doing all right these days i'm doing good how how we doing is it just uh just jamie we got dan in who we, who we got yes no it's it's uh <laughs> it's jamie this time yeah jamie the last couple of weeks has been out so you so we've had an opportunity to talk to dan but no matt you got you got me and jamie today okay great 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 yeah, we have a revolving door it's kind of like yeah. i referred to it a little while ago as back in the day with the howard stern show when he had the whack pack uh, yeah. That's kind of how we are here. We're not as popular as Howard Stern. Wish we were, but we got yeah. our own little whack pack. Yeah. All right. Well, I like it. Hey, Matt, we, we've we asked you this before, but it's topical because the Cardinals are struggling in this specific area, and I don't know if there's a clear-cut answer, but the Cardinals with runners in scoring position, they have stranded more runners than every team except for one in Major League Baseball, and as we know, the, the offensive struggles have been you know, kind of one of their issues. When it comes to your approach as a hitter with runners in scoring position, does anything change? Should it change? Are you seeing something that the Cardinals that maybe they're not doing or are doing that has led to some of these failures? Well, I, I think it, it should, depending on what your approach is with without runners in scoring position. I mean, I, I know that, you know, you have certain guys that are that are looking to hit, drive the ball out of the ballpark to the pool side, if that's their strength. Um I think it all depends on, on uh, you know, each hitter. And, but I, I think it generally, when you're generally talking about approach, um, using the middle of the field, particularly with runners in scoring position, um, is, it seemed to be the most, you know, uh, effective teams that I've played on were guys that, that really hit the ball in the middle of the field. Um, they, they would take the, the base hits and, and, uh, and use the whole field. So um, I, I would say that that's, that's the, the best approach but um you know i i think when it comes down to it we've got to get nolan going i mean you got to get the guys that are that are that are your guys to drive in runs they got to get hot and so um i I think part of that is just that the early season um you've had you know a little bit of a a tough time getting nolan going and and uh and some of the other hitters have have not really uh outside of goldie haven't really uh, you know kind of hit up to their to the back of their baseball card so to speak Matt, when you were when you were playing, 
I'm always curious to dive into, you know, guys' brains and, and the way they pl- planned out things. When you were playing and there were runners in scoring position, was that a stressful moment for you or an exciting moment? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's what I really took pride in. Like, I was um, – I felt like that was um, what the, I got paid for. I, mean, I felt like that was part of, um, you know, that was that was one of the, the things for me – um, that I, I got excited about. I took the most pride in. I felt like that was the best, you know, that's your best opportunity or your most impactful opportunity to help the team win a game. Um, so, so that, uh, that always got me, you know, got me, got me excited. I mean, got me, uh, you know, that, that extra bit of adrenaline, um, <clears throat> driving in runs, uh, big runs, driving in important runs late in the game. Um, so I, I think that that's something that you really have to get excited about. And, and, and like I said, that's your chance to have the biggest impact on the game and as far as whether we're going to win or lose as a team. So uh, that was the way I looked at it, Jamie. I, I loved those chances. I mean, I, obviously in baseball, those are – you don't come through every time, but um, as an athlete, I feel like that's the, those are the situations that you want to be in. So in times that you were maybe uh, struggling or things weren't going your way – and there were runners in scoring position. How did you keep yourself out of the stressful area? How did you refocus yourself? You know, I always always go back to like this is a competition. You know, me and the pitcher. This is a competition. Like this, let's not think about mechanics. Let's not think about um, what pitch he might throw me. Um, this is me versus him. I'm going to be aggressive in the middle of the field, and and this is this is what it comes down to. A little mano a mano, um, and, and a lot of times that takes. Um, you know, it takes away all the, the mechanical thought and some of the things we as hitters, um, sometimes when we're in a rut, we're thinking about the wrong things. And, and so uh, that was my, my go-to and, and, uh, and where I really like to, you know, that I found to be have the most success is, is when I made it about the competition and, uh, and, and really just kind of made it just, just you know, I'm, he's not beating me. And I think that that's, that's uh, when I had most, my most success. So if you're, let's say you're you're trying to coach a guy through a situation like this, whether it's a pro guy that you're watching or a college kid that you're coaching, you know, how do you coach him through that that kind of situation to get him into that mindset of, you know, just simplifying it, putting the ball in the middle of the field, and not getting up there and you know the the the, the stadium shrinking so that he's so nervous and, and can't think straight. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that's mindset. You know, I think a lot of that is um, just uh, perspective. You know, like this is this is supposed to be fun. Like I know that we're paid a lot of money, and but it's a game, and it's supposed to be fun. And and uh, if you if you put too much pressure on the outcome, you you sort of lose the fun of the competition. And I think that that's something that um, you know, with social media, and, and if, if guys are reading sort of social media and and, and uh, are on that, sometimes you you start to feel that pressure. Um, ten times more than than maybe you should, and so I, I think that kind of getting back to treating it like you're a kid again, and, and kind of going out there and um, trying to have fun with it, trying to trying to make it about the team and have a team at bat. Whether it's you get a walk or you know you get hit by a pitch or you get a runner over, and, and not putting so much pressure on yourself to try to have the big home run or the you know the big the big hit, like just have a good at bat have a good at bat for the team. And I think that um, sometimes when you, when you kind of make it about the team, it takes a lot of the pressure off yourself and um, you can go out there and, and have fun and, and try to try to, 
you know, like I said, make it about the competition and, and not so much about, oh, what if I don't get a hit here? We've got to get a hit here. Um, you know, try to get away from those kind of mindsets. Cardinals Hall of Famer Matt Holliday joins us right now on the fast line on 101 ESPN. Matt, what's the role of the hitting coach in moments like this with the, the offense struggling? You know, you're not going to say anything to Paul Goldschmidt that he doesn't already know. I mean, Nolan Arenado uh, is not hitting well, and you know, he's he's a veteran too. But when it comes to the hitting coach, what what's his role when the offense is not performing up, up to expectations? Well, I, I think you, you got to be positive. Um, I think you got to have an upbeat when 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 the guys come in the cage and the guys come to the field. Uh, they need they need to see somebody who's who's got their back, who's positive, who's um, <clears throat> excited about maybe giving them one little thing. Like a lot of hitters, like sometimes it may not be mechanical, but if you can tell me maybe, hey, you know, let's try just raising your hands just a little, or let's try uh, just something. Give them something. Uh, to take their mind to where they say, oh, okay, this is what's been missing. I think sometimes if you just give them something um, little um, that, that, that they think that, that, you know, that that could be the key and giving them a little bit of hope that, you know, the turnaround is, is close if you're really struggling or, you know, and, and, and so you coach each individual player. Like you're not going to, you're not going <clears> to <throat> say much to Goldie right now because he's really doing well. But you have, you know, five or six. You're always going to, as a hitting coach, you're going to have four or five guys that are in a good spot. You're going to have four or five guys that are that are struggling, and you're going to have four or five guys that are kind of in the middle. And so you're always trying to keep those those four or five guys that are struggling. You're trying to give them some, trying to give them encouragement. You're trying to give them maybe a little bit of a mechanical adjustment. Trying to give them maybe a, a change of a mindset. Uh, just something that that when they get in the cage, that they go, oh, okay this might be the key to getting me going again. And I think that that's, that's something as hitters um, that gives us a little bit of hope that, that uh, we're about to bust out. Matt, as a former Cardinals player uh, being in this organization, you know very well that this organization is historically an organization without any kind of drama that is surrounding the team. The Wilson Contreras situation this year with everything kind of going on and moving him away from catcher and now – you know, some of the comments are slightly cryptic as to what they're working on with him or not working with him. As a player, just as a player in that clubhouse, how does that affect the group? Well, again, I don't know what it's like. You know, I don't know exactly, you know, sometimes what the media gets or what we hear um, is not exactly what's going on. And so, um, I, you know, it's, it's hard to say, Jamie, as far as like, you know, exactly, you know, the communication and, and what, what are we working on? And, and I, I think it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to be Wilson Contreras, the DH, like this guy's got to catch games. Like he's, he's, uh, he's, he's paid to catch games. Um, I, I think there's, there's, there's obviously an adjustment being made on, on maybe, style of game calling or, or whatever the pitchers and the pitching coach have decided that, that he's not doing um, well enough that, that they want to, you know, to sort of take a step back and, 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 and get together and, and figure out how to, how to make the changes that they think necessary. But you don't, you don't sign a guy like him to be a DH for the next five years. Like that's, 
that's they, they whatever has to whatever that has to happen you got to get that guy back catching um three or four times a week at least i mean i i, I love kids and 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 but you're not in a situation where you can run him out there five or six times a week i mean i i just think that that they have too much in money and 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 the team is built for him to be the catcher um so so he's got to catch. I mean, whatever we have to do to figure it out, uh, we got to do it. And so that's the way I, I kind of perceive it from the outside looking in. Um, and, and you know, how it's been handled and who says what. I mean, again, is it, is it always handled perfectly? No. Um, is it as big a deal as everybody's making it? No. Um, so I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think the meeting where Wayno talked about how they told him, you know, that everybody has his back and, you know, they're – you want to help him make the adjustments, or and I, again, I don't know what these adjustments are, um, so I don't know how long this adjustment takes. But I, I think when you look at it, you, you you can't have this guy be your primary DH and then sort of try to figure out your catching situation um, as is. Matt, great stuff as always. Love having you on the show, and hopefully the Cardinals will get this thing turned around, and our conversations won't have to be you know so heavy. <laughs> yeah, let's have a little fun. Uh, you know, we got a couple wins here in a row, and. Um, you know, yeah, hopefully it's a good weekend and, and uh, they get it going. I think they will. Did you always hit well in Boston? I did. I did I pretty, pretty well in Boston. I did. Was it a situation? Dunk always used to talk about Milwaukee. They just saw the ball better in Milwaukee. Yeah. Was it a situation like that in Boston for you? Yeah. Yeah, I liked hitting there. Um, I liked that if you hit it decent to left, you at least had a double off the wall. And if you hit it high as a homer and then – I, I, I like the environment. It's a fun place to play. I, I felt like old, old like you're back in time playing ball at you know Fenway Park, and and uh, I just liked I like the vibe there. I like the uh, you know the the feel of old school baseball as a baseball fan, and uh, growing up with loving the history of the game. I I, I love playing there. Good stuff. Well, Matt, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you again next week. Okay, guys. See ya. See, See ya. Bud. That's Matt Holiday.